Welcome to the $100 MBA Show, where business feels good like a warm day at the beach with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today, you will learn, should you start an offline business? I've started an offline business in the past. I'm going to share my experiences, tell you what are some of the big advantages of having an offline business, and what are some of the challenges you'll have. I'll also share with you some life-saving advice if you're starting an offline business, what to look out for, and how to do it right. What are we waiting for? Let's get down to business. Now, before I jump in and talk about should you start an offline business, what do I mean by offline business? When people say offline business, they're referring to a physical business, a business that's not online. Either there is a physical product or a physical store, like a storefront in the real world where people interact in real life. So an offline business could be a pizzeria, it could be a clothing shop, it could be an electronic store, it could be a barber shop. All these are offline businesses because they exist in the real world in a physical location. Okay, so should you start an offline business? Well, it all depends on what kind of business you want to have. As I mentioned, I had an offline business. It was actually quite a large business, one of my largest businesses I had before I started the $100 MBA. I sold custom-made clothing for men. I saw a need in the market where men wanted to have custom-tailored shirts. We sold dress shirts and some casual shirts as well. And that was my business. I had a physical product. And when I first got started, I didn't have a storefront. I actually, my storefront were conventions and trade shows. Every two or three months, we would set up our booths at an expo hall or a convention hall, and we'd sell our clothing directly to the customer or to retail shops that bought our clothing in bulk so they could sell it in their shops. Now, I did this on purpose because I didn't want to have a physical store at a physical location because I didn't want to have to uh, be stationary. I want to be able to move around and, and spread the word about my product. Because it was clothing, and most people like to feel, touch clothing, try it on, uh, we made it a point to travel the country. We did that a lot. We went to different places around the country to kind of spread the word about our product. And when I first started, it was very small. It was just me, my cousin, and a couple of part-time employees. But at its height, we had 22 employees, four offices across the world. We had two distribution centers. It was a big deal. And also, a lot of responsibility. Eventually, our name and our brand became well-known in our market, and we didn't have to go to so many trade shows and expos. We went to less and less, and we opened an online store, an online website where people can order these pieces of clothing and get it shipped to them directly to their house. And that was kind of where we really started to expand. We still had the physical products we had to produce. We still had tailors that actually tailored the shirts for our customers. And we still had the warehouses where we store these things. And we still have fulfillment centers where they ship these things out. So in a lot of ways, even when we went online, we had a physical business. So why do I share the story with you? I share it because I want to show you some of the benefits of having an offline business and some of the challenges. And that way you can decide for yourself, should you start an offline business? One of the biggest advantages of having an offline business is being able to deal and work and talk to your customers face-to-face in person and get feedback from them directly. It's awesome because you get to know them more, you get to know what they need and want, and it's also very rewarding to see somebody actually consume your product, actually put on your shirt, try your product on, and say, hey, I love this. You don't kind of get that online as much. 
Also, with an offline business, you're often selling physical goods, goods that people can touch and feel. These are usually a lot easier for people to sell because it's an actual physical item. People like consuming physical things that they could say, "This is mine. I have it. I consumed it. I bought it." That's why retail stores still do very well. This includes electronic shops, clothing shops, gift shops, toys. These are things that people feel comfortable buying because they can actually touch and feel it. And also with an offline business, you're selling things that people often need. I sold clothing, and people need clothing. People need to buy clothing so they can go to work, so they can get out of the house, right? And most people like to wear, you know, new clothes. Like to wear new clothes every so often. Maybe they'll buy a couple of new pieces every so often, every few months. So you're selling a product that people are looking for, that people are used to consuming, and people are more willing to go ahead and buy it because they're not too worried about, you know, what if it doesn't turn out? People bought shirts before. And if they don't like it, they'll return it. If they do like it, they'll keep it. It's not a huge risk. They've bought it so many times. They bought shirts many times, so they're used to it. They're used to purchasing this item. It's not something new to them. Another advantage of having an offline business is still to this day with all of technology, people that have a physical or offline business is also seen as more of an establishment. People trust going into a store and buying something from a store. I know this sounds crazy, but most of us are still like this. We still feel and trust buying from a store with a cash register rather than online. I don't personally feel that way because I run an online business and I've bought things online plenty of times, and most people buy things on Amazon and things like that. But there's a lot of people that still out there have a higher level of trust when it comes to buying something at a physical store. But what are some of the challenges or disadvantages of starting an offline business? Well, first of all, the most glaring, obvious disadvantage for me when I started my offline business is that there is a lot of upfront costs—a whole lot more than starting an online business. There's a lot of money you're going to have to invest in the beginning before you even start making any money. I didn't have a physical store; I was going to trade shows and expos and setting up there, but renting the spot. Setting up your booth itself with tables and mannequins and all the stuff I had and cash registers and making sure that I had you know Wi-Fi to do credit card transactions and there was so much cost every time I set up. There was also so much cost with having a physical business because I had a physical product. So I had to have inventory before I even actually opened my doors. Yes, I could have took pre-orders, but people need to see and feel what they're about to buy. So upfront cost is one of the biggest challenges. And disadvantages, to be honest, with an offline business. Another disadvantage of an offline business or having a physical store in a physical location is that often you are limited to the traffic that is at that location. That's why I say even if you have an offline business, you should have an online presence. You should have a website, and you should have a content marketing strategy where you drive people to your website because you want to get traffic from outside your actual physical doors. So if you don't have foot traffic, what are you going to do? Go out of business? No, you should be able to get traffic otherwise, like online. So offline businesses often have this trouble because you're dependent on the traffic that's in front of your store. The exception to this, of course, is if you're also processing things online. So if you have a physical store and you're processing orders online, where you deliver things online, but a lot of people can't handle both at the same time: having a physical business and then processing orders, having an online business as well. One of the biggest challenges I had with my offline business is that inventory. When you have a physical product, inventory is one of the hardest things to manage because, one, even though it was clothing, clothing has a shelf life. I'm not talking about only fashion. I'm talking about 
clothing, the actual cloth and textile will go bad if it's, la- if it's in a storage facility for too long. So I was racing the clock often with my inventory to make sure that I was moving my product quickly, that I was selling things out, that I would put things on clearance. And even when that happened, there would be odd pieces. So there is a lot of wasted costs. So at the end of my inventory, I might have 100 pieces of a certain style of clothing because they're odd sizes or odd colors. And I have these 100 pieces I cannot sell. And it's, it's costing me money in the actual inventory, in the actual storage facility, in the distribution center. So... Oftentimes, we would give it to charity because it would save us money. So inventory is a issue because you got to make sure that your things don't go bad, that they're stored properly, that they're delivered properly, that they're packaged properly, that they get to the customer in great shape. So inventory and delivering your product is often a challenge with physical products in an offline business. Now, I also mentioned that we had 22 employees, which means I had a lot of people working for me, which I had to pay a lot of salaries. So my overhead was quite high. My regular expenses was quite high because I had to maintain a large organization because there's just so many things you have to do with an offline business that I personally can't do myself. So I had a sales force. I had tailors. I had people that actually managed my distribution center. I had people that took care of deliveries. I can't be everywhere at once and I have to do this. I have to hire these people. I have no other choice. Let's take a simple example. Let's say you open a pizzeria. You're going to need somebody that makes the pizzas, the chef. You're going to need somebody who's going to wait on tables. You're going to need somebody to clean the tables. You're going to need somebody to manage the store. You're going to need somebody on the cash register. So just even a simple example, there's many people you have to have. You cannot run a restaurant without it. So these are ongoing costs you have to take in consideration. Now, I'm not hating on offline businesses or physical products for that matter. I had a very successful offline business. But one of the things I say is that as an entrepreneur, you have to like your daily life. You have to like the grind. You have to like it. So if these things are not appealing to you, managing a team, managing employees, dealing with inventory, if something like this doesn't excite you, doesn't make you, you know, or at least, you know, not drive you crazy, then you really need to consider another option. If you have very low capital, if you don't have a lot of money to put in the beginning, if you don't have, um, you know, some capital to start out with, then maybe the online option is a better option for you just in terms of finances. But if you have a good business that you enjoy doing and an audience you love serving, It doesn't matter if it's online or offline. But keep in mind how you want to live your life. Keep in mind that if you like to travel, maybe the physical business is not what you're looking for. If you're not the best manager or don't enjoy managing other people, then maybe an offline business is not right for you. Guys, to sum up, I hope I've highlighted the advantages and the disadvantages of having an offline business or a physical business. It's up to you to find out what you like doing, what you enjoy doing. Where do you find that you'll have the most success? Offline businesses are not dead. They're still striving. People still like buying things in real life, physical products. But make sure you're able to do it right. Guys, thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. We love hearing from you guys. I love all the ratings and reviews you guys have been putting on iTunes and Stitcher. It's been fantastic. If you find this show beneficial, if you enjoy it, if you like it, we would love an iTunes rating and review. You can learn how to do that at 100mba.net slash show. Here's a review from Luke Mahan. Best business lessons out there, five stars. I have started many businesses as a high school and college student. I've read many books and articles about how to start and run a business. This is by far the best business curriculum you can get. They are quick and to the point. Omar cuts out the fluff and gives you the nitty gritty. If you want to start, save, or better operate a business, look no further. Thanks, Luke Mahan. Really appreciate the review. And thank you all for listening to The $100 MBA Show. 
Guys, as you know, Nicole and I are the co-founders of the $100 MBA training and community. If you're interested in the training that we have on our website, which is over 180 video lessons, we have workbooks, we have interviews with experts, and a great thriving community of people just like you, you can join for only a dollar. We have a dollar trial going on. We can try us out for a week. And if you do like us, you can hang on. And if you don't, you can cancel anytime. You may want to check that out at 100mba.net. Guys, I want to leave you with this. If you're starting an offline business, my biggest piece of advice to you is make sure you have enough initial capital because offline business often costs a lot of money in the beginning, a lot more than we expect. I remember when I started mine, I thought, oh, I only need X amount of dollars and it ended up being double that. So if you're looking to start a business and you're not really sure, you're not really gung-ho about starting an offline business, maybe you should look into making it into an online business if you don't have the upfront capital. If you do have the upfront capital, then go ahead, plan, and execute. All right, guys, I'll check you in the next episode. Take care.